Hello everybody, welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. It is Logan and today we are going to be talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare Season 2 launch and now that their first update has come out, talk about those new modes a little bit. Uh, if you like our content, you can go to our Facebook page and check out polls, uh, little updates that we put up and even some shout outs for sports teams, even though we don't talk about sports on the podcast. It's just something we do for the community that we have around us. So, uh, other than that, let's get into today's topic. So, Call of Duty Mobile for Season 2 is finally released. I bought the Battle Pass and I've been hard at work and grinding for that. They also launched quite a new, uh, few new things when it came to this season. Number one, Call of Duty League. Now, Call of Duty League, people have said that there is no different rank system, but there is. They're just... It isn't very prevalent, so if you do end up uh, going into a Call of Duty League match and you press the select button on whichever uh, controller it is, I don't know what it would be for PC because I don't play PC, but you can see in the corner that if you play Call of Duty League, that your rank is actually going up. Now, for people, for instance, who are just looking at the normal ranks, yes, you'll see your normal rank of the season However, there is a separate rank in there that is for your league play uh, rank as well. Uh, also, they added in uh, the whole Call of Duty League um, team packs, which, co- which there's 12 different teams, so there's 12 different packs, but they come with a home outfit, a way out- outfit, uh, a weapon charm, a weapon skin, a watch, uh, stickers, a calling card, and an emblem. I believe that's all that you get for like 10 bucks. I mean, it's not a terrible price for, I mean, quite a few things, but they're all cosmetic things at the same time. So, you get that. Um, in the Season 2 Battle Pass, you obviously get Ghost. But, th- these are the very minor things that have come with Season 2, but... Now let's talk about some of the big things. So, number one, and probably one of my most favorite things about it, other than Call of Duty League being added in, we have tournaments and they're back. Now, I'm going to go a little bit on of a rant, though. So, Call of Duty tournaments, right, are supposed to be these really big, epic, really cool games where you essentially... Play through a tournament bracket like you would for any other game, rather that be Rocket League or NBA, Madden, whatever. And you, obviously, if you become a winner uh, or a contestant in the semifinals or quarterfinals, you get XP. So for getting in quarters, I believe you get like a 1,000 XP or 2,000 XP for the semis. You get uh, 3,000 or, or 2,500, and then 5,000, I believe, uh, if you win the championship. Something like that. And you also get, if you win the, uh, you also get, I believe, a emblem calling card for getting in the semi place and whatnot. But if you end up going to the finals and win, you get a weapon variant, which I think is a pretty cool reward. I just think the reward for the tournaments that was back a few months ago was, was a lot better because it was an epic one, but I digress. It's still really cool. I've already won two tournaments, and 
I won one today, and I won one yesterday, and I've only participated in about four of them, but it's, it's pretty fucking fun, you know, because when you're playing tournaments compared to regular 2v2s, uh, gunfights, you actually, like, feel like you're working towards something, that you're working towards a championship, so it's really nice that, you know, you can actually move into a position where you actually feel like you're doing something. Which is really nice. Now, the problem and where the rant comes in is the matter of fact that they have not fixed anything with this fucking mode, okay? The bugs and glitches that were there a few months ago when we first saw this mode is still prevalent. People are getting kicked out of games. Getting ki- well, kicked out of the games, leaving somebody to be fighting a 2v1 situation. People are getting kicked out of lobbies. People are getting... Um, booted from the semifinal or tournament or, or finalist games because the first tournament I won was because the team in the, uh, that was supposed to go to finals ended up getting disconnected. Um, and it's really annoying because I've been disconnected from a few games myself and I'm just sitting here, you know, thinking they had two months to fix some of the shit. Why is this? In, and it's still in beta, by the way. This tournament's mode should not be in beta. We should... This should be a final mode in the game by now, okay? We're already three months three months into launch. We saw this a few weeks into the game's launch. And you really need to tell me that you don't have this game fixed at all. Like the game mode. It's bullshit. And I wish that tournaments was not this limited time thing. Because at the end of the day, limited time is kind of fucking stupid. Okay, thinking about tournaments and how much replayability it can bring to the game, I don't understand why they're making the mode a limited time thing. I don't understand it. I hope that they decide to be like, you know, should actually keep this mode because it's actually good and people like it. You know, I hope that they end up taking that route, but we will see. Obviously, we don't know right now, but... It's still it's still in active lobby playlists right now, which is the good news. So there's that. Um, number two, there is now a one v one me bro, and that is the actual name of a playlist in Modern Warfare on Rust. Now, for those of you that don't know, that are not OG Call of Duty players, back in Call of Duty Modern Warfare two, there was a big thing of one v ones. And a lot of 1v1s took place on Rust. So the fact that Infinity Ward made a playlist called 1v1 me bro, based on the community in the past, making that a very big 1v1 map, is pretty fucking funny. And it's cool. I think it's a respectful way to kind of pay tribute to the community. Because the community kind of came up with that whole thing. I just made myself some tea, so I'm going to be taking some tea breaks in between some of my sentences. But yeah, so there, there's that that's come out. We've seen some 3v3 gunfights. Um, we have a few new modes in there. I believe it's like Oxidation, something in Oxidation, which is like a 24-7 Rust and Shipment playlist. Which, I mean, shipment's pretty fucking insane on this map, but, you know, I can at least play Rust and not lose my fucking mind. Shipment is just, oh, it is awfully, 
fucking crowded and shit. So now I want to talk about some of the new maps that they added in. Now, I'm not a ground war player, so I'm not going to talk about uh, Zakov, uh Scrapyard. Not going to talk about that because I just I don't play uh, ground war. But let's talk about the Atlas Superstore. Who the fuck over there at Infinity Ward thought that this map was a good map to put out? Who? I want to know. Because, first of all, this obviously, this map is from one of the Spec Ops missions. But here's pretty much what happens, right? You spawn into this map called the Atlas Supercenter, a.k.a. a fucking reference to Atlas Corporation from Advanced Warfare, one the worst Call of Duty ever made, in my opinion. And they were like, man, we should make a map where people can hide in, like, literally every fucking aisle on a shelf and then make it easy to push one single spawn because there was this one game where I couldn't enter the building because they had our spawn pushed the fuck so forward and the game refused to switch spawns literally refused to switch the spawns so we got stuck getting fucking demolished as we spawned into the game Utterly ridiculous, and something I do not like one bit. I am not a fan of that fucking map. The map is just poorly designed, like all new maps. The only maps that Infinity War to put up that are good on Modern Warfare, okay, are a very select few. Okay? I like Granaza Raid, but that's not a normal 6v6 map. It used to be in the beta, but it's not anymore. Okay? So there was that map. Um, another map that I actually enjoy is St. Petergrad. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I do. I don't think it's that bad of a map. It's got the three lanes set up, which is nice. As long as you pretty much avoid the middle, you're okay. Um, so there was that map that I really enjoyed. Trying to think of the map that I really fucking love um, for 6v6. Actually, I you know, I don't think that I have it. I'm trying to think of maps that are new, though, not, like, remakes. Because, I mean, Ramaza is okay. I'm not a huge fan of Ramaza. I mean, I like it more than most, but... The reason I, I, I tend to have a love-hate relationship with Ramaza is because of how fucking open majority of that map is to just getting absolutely obliterated because like it all depends on spawns in this game if you get the good spawn your chances of success are a lot better than others just saying spawns do kind of matter in modern warfare yeah no there's not really a, a significant um you know hackney yard okay one map Whenever I get onto it, I'm like, you know, this is a good Call of Duty map. Like, I can deal with playing with Hackney. Hackney Yard is, like, the only map that I actually enjoy out of a normal Team Deathmatch Modern Warfare original map. Like, that's the, one of the only ones that, that I actually enjoy. Ramaza, hit or miss, fucking hate Piccadilly, and I fucking hate Atlas Superstore because it's fucking stupid. But... On a gunfight map, the easiest one that I like, um, I used to like Speedball, but now I think it's called, like, King or something. 
It's the indoor training course where you got the two crates on the sides, and then you have this, like, top area that you can stand on. I think it's called King or something like that, but I like that one a lot. Also, something that's not really talked about much that's also new in Season 2. So every season they add new trials. So when you rank up, you get these trial tickets, which you can use to kind of get, like, free XP rewards. Um, and essentially, every season they had they put a whole bunch of new ones in. And they did for this season. Now, I haven't really played a lot of them. I just tended to use Season 2's target range because I can always get a 2-star on it and get a good amount of XP. So I normally don't try to fuck with anything else. But... It's still nice to know that, you know, they put some small things in there, you know, that's brand new. Um, let's talk about guns. So, the Gra. I'm going to talk about the Gra first. I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, this is the assault rifle. This motherfucking assault rifle, I first used it and I was like, man, I'm not a fan of it. But as I've used it more and more, I actually have been shredding with it. And I've actually gotten used to the playstyle with it. And I was like, you know, this gun's actually not that bad. This gun's actually pretty good. Um, because last season we got the Ram 7 and the Holger, 25 I believe, and it, neither weapon was really that good, the Holger's bullets just lingered in the air way too long, that killing people was impossible unless they were close. The Ram 7 had a good damage output, the only problem with the Ram is that its recoil was so fucking bad. Like, the recoil was so bad on that gun. And that's one of the reasons I just utterly hated the Ram 7. The recoil was just, it was the worst thing ever. So, last season's weapons were not really that good. But the Gra, this season, very good assault rifle. And you get that at rank 15. Now, rank, uh, or, or tier, excuse me. Now, at tier 30, 35... You get the Striker 45, I believe that's what they call it, which is practically the UMP from MW2. This is the gun that I don't like out of this season's weapons that they give you. It is an iconic gun. And it is one that we as a community know. But they have made this gun just ass. Now, I don't have the gun in pubs. I'm not at tier 30, 35. Um, I'm about tier 20, tier 21. I'm right in that range right now, even though it, you know, came out earlier this week, I think. Yeah, I think it, it launched earlier this week or last week, whenever the fucking season launched. And I'm about there, you know, 20, 21. It's about where I am on the battle pass. And... I gotta say, I've been playing with this gun in World League, or, or Call of Duty League, and the gun is fucking, it's not that good. Like, I don't know what the fuck they did to the UMP, but they absolutely fucking demolished it. It is the UMP, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like the UMP, it's kind of like, a, it's kind of like in-betweener. Like, I get what they're doing, and what it's supposed to be, but it just, it doesn't feel like that particular weapon. But yeah. I think that this gun is a good gun. It's just, you need to use it for the right game mode. Like, using it for, for instance, Domination Hardpoint, this gun is not going to fucking go that well. Now, if you just wanted to do something simple like a TDM or a free-for-all, you could probably do well with it. The problem is, though, when you're trying to play, like, World League and stuff, 
and also using any gun in World League is kind of hard to make it look good. And that's due to the fact that World League is a bunch of sweaty people just trying to fucking legitimately be a pro. So that's why it's kind of fucking rough. Because, like, I can go from doing a really good in World League or, or having a decent game in World League, like, you know, maybe placing mid of my middle of my team to, you know, top three of my team to fucking dominating, getting 30 kills in a TDM the next game on pubs. So if you do end up playing World League and you're even just, you know, media or, you know, middle of the pack when it comes to your team, you're going to be 10 times better than anybody in a pub match. It's just true. If you can play World League and you can do well in standings, you will do so much fucking better in a pub game because you have more experience with better players even though anybody can do it only actual competitive players will play that not the casual audience or player base this isn't a movie fucking audience what am i saying <laughs> but so when it comes to being able to play uh the game with the striker 45 you need to use that, I think, in pubs to, to really figure out where it stands. I Like I said, I was using it in World League, so it, it wasn't that good. But, so that's all I have to say about the weapons of the season so far, based, on, based upon the hands-on experience I've had. Those are the new things that have come out that are the biggest things. Yes, we have a Battle Royale on the way, but there's nothing new about it. The only thing we got about Battle Royale is from the cutscene of Season 2. That's all we got. And, and that's all we're gonna have until we hear more details about this uh, mode coming out, okay? And we don't know when it's coming out, okay? It probably won't be for another few weeks um, at the earliest. That's my guess. But we don't fucking know. Maybe they'll drop it randomly during the middle of the week next week or something. We don't fucking know. They haven't told us anything. I'm just hoping they're not waiting halfway through the fucking season before they drop this shit. Because I think a Battle Royale in Modern Warfare can work and work a lot better than Blackout because let me explain to you guys what Blackout and Modern Warfare's differences are, okay? Modern Warfare, okay, first of all, has a graphic level that is more realistic and fits with more of a Battle Royale theme. Where Blackout feels more like a cartoon. I feel like whenever I play Blackout, I can see people from across the map. And that's kind of not good. In Modern Warfare, you could actually hide. Like, there are, like, for instance, if you play as Grinch, and you have, let's say, uh, there's two different um, skins that you can have that make you look like a bush. One makes you look like a red bush, the other one makes you just look like a bush. The all gillied up pack is the one I'm talking about, but then there's another variation that's red, and it's got a, um, the all gillied up sniper rifle, technically. It, like, the one you get in the all gillied up stuff is the SVG, but with, like, the wrapping around it, but technically, the gun that you use, I believe it's called the EBR, or the M14, that's the gun you actually use in, in the real mission, but, you know, like, they put it so you have to buy it. But anyways, you can actually use certain skins to hide on the map, okay? Number two, the stuff in Modern Warfare makes sense. 
the world that they've built, okay, and they've built a Spec Ops world in which you're going to be playing Battle Royale. It's actually really good. Like, after playing on the map and playing on a lot of Spec Ops, the map is actually big. It's large. It's a good map. It's a good Battle Royale map. There's a lot of verticality, plenty of places to hide. There's all sorts of play styles you can do. Camping, however, unless you're just trying to survive and not get any eliminations, yeah, you could probably camp. Easy. But what's the fun in that? I feel like this map would be so... And this in this uh, Battle Royale mode, I feel like it's going to really bring a lot of people to wanting to play Modern Warfare, or at least the Battle Royale. How are they going to monetize it, though? That's another thing I'm scared about, right? Because already, Call of Duty Store went from being something where there were limited offers and stuff, you know. And now they have separate sections for operators, for weapon variants, for fucking emblems and shit. Like, it's all separated now. There's a lot of shit you can buy in the store. And how expensive are they going to get? Like I said, buying a team pack for Call of Duty World League is $10. I bought the FaZe Clan pack because I watch FaZe Jev. I watch a lot of FaZe members on YouTube, mainly Jev. So I was like, well, I like the FaZe Clan. I'm rooting for FaZe anyways. So, of course, I'd buy the FaZe Clan pack naturally, especially when that's the team you're rooting for in World League. I've only seen, like, a few matches of World League. I just can't see myself sitting down for an hour and a half watching somebody playing Call of Duty, even if it's competitive. All I can do is like sit down and watch about 30 minutes of it before I get bored out of my mind, before I want to actually go play Call of Duty, you know? But all in all, I would say this season so far is pretty good. Um, the Battle Pass is pretty decent this time around. You know, we got actual operators and skins and weapon variants that we actually want to get. They also have some good watches this time. Where I believe in your uh, when you hit like rank 60, 65 or something, somewhere in there you get this watch that keeps track of your KD, which by the way they also sell to you in the store, which is fucking stupid. So literally you could either grind out the battle pass or just buy a character that happens to have this watch with them. And, yeah, it's just, it's fucking stupid. You can either buy it off a character bundle, or you can just get it through grinding the Battle Pass. And I didn't even have to pay for Season 2 Battle Pass. Like, I have, I bought it for free, technically. Because I grinded the Season 1 Battle Pass almost to completion. I was in the 80, I was in, I was past Tier 80. I could have beaten it. I just took five straight days off, because... I was getting bored of playing Call of Duty, and I'm glad that now we have a few new maps because it brings me to want to play the game. But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this podcast. I'm sick still a little bit. I'm on the downside of the sickness, but I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys uh, take this information. Hopefully it's informative. Hopefully, it, you know, if you are not playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, this stuff sounds good to you. You know, you can come back. Or if you just kind of want to hear how the game's being developed and how it's coming along 
as it progresses through its life cycle, you know, you can also listen to this for that too. But thank you very much for listening once again. I'm going to try to, like I said, I, I'm still planning on doing a live stream at some point during this vacation. It's probably going to be Friday. I think that's the day I'm going to set it to. Also, I plan on doing an actual podcast in my studio. Lately, I've been doing podcasts on my phone because setting up my laptop is just becoming a bitch. And it's slow. Like, it's slow to load up the Anchor, like website and being able to record shit and you only have like a 30 minute record session anyways that you can have on there so yeah but next time we talk uh or next time we podcast i'm gonna plan on talking about um more black widow talking about taskmaster what i expect out of the movie um, and what could potentially hurt the movie, you know, not really coming out with any news or anything, but kind of just giving my, um, this is what I want of the movie, because it's coming out in May, I know we're still a few months away from its release, but I want to still give my thoughts and opinions on Black Widow, kind of being like, you know, this is what I want to see, this is what I want them to do, and just kind of give my opinions on Black Widow, what we've, what we've seen so far and what I want. Also, we're going to talk about the Stranger Things 4 trailer. Because, you know, it's Stranger Things. Why would the fuck would you not talk about it? But we will talk about that um, in a separate podcast that is not connected to Black Widow. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. And I'll catch you all in the next one.